0: And a good morning to you. Welcome to the show. The Back Nine Boys Golf Show is brought to you by Mizuno Golf. Reach beyond. By Seapalms Resort. Become a member at Seapalms.com. By Club Car, the leader in sport, utility, and personal vehicles. By RSM, proud sponsor of the RSM Classic, giving back to our community. And by Bridgestone Golf. Get fitted for your Tour B today. On the show, we're going to talk with Paul Tesori, PGA Tour caddy with Webb Simpson, about this season coming back from Webb's injury and his take on the Live Tour. Then we'll talk with former golf broadcaster Steve Melnick about his take on the Battle of the Tours and Nick Faldo's replacement in Trevor Immelman. Then we'll talk with Dustin Johnson's personal chef, who is now going out on his own, Michael Parks, to start his own hydration drink called OMG. But first up is former broadcaster Steve Melnick. Good morning, Steve, and welcome to the Backbine Boys Golf Show.
1: Good morning, uh, Rich. It's always a pleasure to join you. This is kind of a nice time of year to be talking golf.
0: Yes, it is. And, you know, I see you so often on the practice range at Sea Island just working, it looks like, on your short game a little bit.
1: Well, it's a way to sort of keep me involved in the game. I think the problem is it's a pride factor. I don't really want to admit how bad I am, so I keep trying to practice.
0: <laughs> Isn't that golf all all year round or golf all your life?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're fortunate to, to live here and have the ability to play and practice uh, all year. We shouldn't complain.
0: Yeah. All right. You knew we were going to talk about this, but what is your take on this battle going on with Greg Norman and the Live Tour and the Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour?
1: Well, you got to turn the clock back. Remember when Norman tried to put together uh, his version of a playoff slash world golf tour, and it was nixed quickly by Fincham, and, and right. I, I don't think it was handled well on either side. And fast forward to his relationship with the Saudis, and he had a chance to align with them and put this war test together to go basically by a tour is the way I look at it. And, yeah. Uh, as a former player, Rich, <clears throat> I kind of understand it from a player's perspective. If they're in the middle toward end of their career, it's unlikely they'll be better. There are some who've been riddled with injury. So for them, it's a chance to maybe cash out. I hate to use the term, but I don't know any other way to put it. Yeah. And uh, they're, uh, they've done so, and uh, there are a lot of vulnerable players out there, and they've reached them. Uh, you know, it, a personal decision is different with every, every different player. So I don't want to um, hold some up uh, to crit, being critical or scorn, but right. uh, there was a lot of money involved and a lot of players who just did it for the money.
0: And do you think eventually, Steve, that it's going to be settled in court, or do you think the PG Tour and the Live Tour will try, um, as Rory has said, try and figure out a way for it all to work together?
1: Well, I don't know. I'm, I admire uh, Jay Monahan for taking the first step and uh, become more closely aligned with the DP World Tour. They took a, an increased ownership position with it. They're given exemptions now from uh, one tour to the other. So I think that uh, relationship has never been stronger. Can they work with the Live Tour, like Rory said? Uh, well, I just don't know, Rich. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could see around the corner, but right now I'd say no.
0: Yeah. And what are your thoughts about how Phil Mickelson has hurt himself, hurt his legacy, um, and has he hurt everything that he accomplished on the PGA Tour?
1: Well, um, I can't disagree with what you just said. Uh, I'll turn the clock back with this one as well. Uh, A couple of years ago, Mickelson was approached by an NFT uh, non-fungible token company, and they wanted to use basically his name, image, and likeness uh, for a big campaign. Well, if you may or may not know that the tour owns the digital rights to every player, so Phil, in this case, did not own the rights to any of his golf shots or golf swings. Hmm. And when he went to him, they um, there was a stalemate. There was a lot of money involved, and I think that really was the first domino to topple. And Mickelson got ticked off. And he, he went through a dark period, uh, Rich. Um, he really did. As you know, he disappeared for a long while. Yep. Uh, you know, he was teed up to be the replacement for Faldo, I thought, at CBS. He was teed up to be a Ryder Cup captain. And now this. And I just don't see it happening.
0: Yeah, I don't see them going back and changing their mind on either one of those. Do you think, and I know one of the big issues on this Live Tour is, will they get world golf ranking points? If they don't, it's pretty easy that some of the guys who have left will not be playing some of the majors, but it's also going to change if they get approved because it's only 54 holes.
1: Well, not only that, but the quality of the field is not nearly as strong right. as, say, a 156-man field right. uh, at a tour event back in the States. So I, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. And, and that's one of the criteria that a lot of so many people overlook because that's the basis of how you, you um, play and, and work right. your way into the, all the major championships. So right. uh, it's certainly flawed from the live perspectives of you, because uh, I don't see that the Augusta Nationals of the world and U.S. Opens of the world uh, relenting just to let, let a few guys in.
0: Well, and especially when you have Jay Monahan on the board, uh, DP World Tour, R&A, somebody from the Masters is also on that board uh, to approve or disapprove their application, which would further separate these guys from uh, playing in majors maybe not in the near future but definitely I would say within the year
1: I would agree totally
0: so do you think that the pros didn't look all the way through on the world ranking points Uh, that did you think that was a shoe in because I mean obviously they're taking the money we all know they're going for the money and now they may not have a chance to you know play the majors that they would like to What happens if they're a defending champ of a major like the Masters or the PGA? Will they be allowed in for a certain period of time, or do you think the PGA Tour can stop
1: them from that? Well, the the Tour can't do anything to the Masters. It's its own entity. and I would imagine Fred Ridley would honor all past Masters winners uh, to play. Now, Can you earn your way into the World Golf Rankings to Augusta? Not, probably not. Same with the U.S. Open. If you're past U.S. Open champion, you take the live deal. I think they honor that. Otherwise, you're gonna have a lawsuit. I mean, this thing just fraught for a litigious ending to this whole mess here. I mean, you've got a restraint of trade uh, possibility with the tour not letting the players go and and play the live tour. So, I mean, I I hate where it's headed, Rich, but it's gonna get ugly before it gets better.
0: And do you think, um, in your opinion, do you think that the Masters will allow some of the live players? to play, even though they may not have been a past champion?
1: I don't see how that's going to happen. I think, as I said, Fred will honor that Masters win for those who who, um, uh, are winners. But the rest of the guys, I would say no.
0: There's been a lot of press, a lot of social media. I mean, media has been just, you know, relentless on this topics. And do you think it's hurt golf's reputation at this point for everybody to see you know, Greg Norman saying this, Jay Monahan saying this, and the golfers. What I here's here's something I just thought of. I don't like the way that some of the guys who went to the Live Tour have criticized their time on the PGA Tour. I just
1: I, I, I really don't. Couldn't agree more. I, I not agree more.
0: Yeah, I mean, without the PGA Tour, they wouldn't be where they are now,
1: right? Yeah. To some say, well, I want to control my own schedule. Well, you you can control your own schedule. Uh, if you just play better, you can play less events and make plenty of money. So there were a couple of uh, players. I know Taylor Gooch had a few comments that probably wish he could uh, withdraw. Uh, Yeah, the tour's been good to all these guys, and um, they need to rethink some of their comments. Do
0: you think that this, overall, this battle has hurt golf's reputation?
1: Well, I do too, and look at it in the context of, the environment w- where this country is right now, Rich, I'm taking a big macro view of it. We've got tremendously high inflation. We've got problems with immigration. We've got problems with uh, energy cost. And here these guys are, you know, these shambo kind of handy. I'm making, I got north of $125 million to go play golf eight, eight times a year. It just doesn't resonate very well in yeah. the real world.
0: Yeah, and even though they're signing contracts, and Norman says that he wants to coexist with the PGA Tour, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how he defines coexist.
1: I just don't see it happening. I don't either. I really don't.
0: All right. You were in broadcasting for quite a long time. You did a great job. Uh, you and I have talked about the current broadcasters compared to when you did it. Your thoughts on Faldo's retirement and his replacement, Trevor Immelman?
1: Uh, <clears throat> Mix. Would be my answer on Trevor. I don't know him personally. Uh, I just think it, the networks seem to think a foreign voice is what is necessary uh, in that seat, uh, particularly CBS, who, who, with whom I used to work for ten years. Yeah, uh, and it has nothing to do with being an anti-international player guy. Just I wonder if that's the right voice. As I said, I thought Mickelson would have been perfect. Uh, they wanted Freddie Couples. And Freddie wanted to still play. Freddie would have been great. You know, he and Nance are roommates at Houston years ago. Right. Uh, Everybody likes Freddie. Freddie was like an old pair of loafers. You know, you just can't get away. (laughs) Uh, He would have been perfect for that job. So uh, it's been said that Trevor, because he, the former Masters winner, that had a lot of sway. Uh, But uh, we'll see. Uh, I would prefer him to Faldo, but honestly. Uh, But I think he'll do a pretty good job. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of what I call a non-American voice in that role.
0: Yeah, and I'm not necessarily an Immelman fan because, I mean, he just hasn't had, yes, he won the Masters, but he hasn't had all the success that Faldo's had, that, you know, some of the others that they've had that you had and stuff. That I mean, it just doesn't seem like a good choice, and it just, uh, we'll just have
1: to see where that one goes. Exactly. Well, Steve. determined, how's that?
0: Yes, to be determined. You're right. Well, the RSM has lost some of their players because of what's going on, and many other tournaments have lost. Do you think that there's enough young players for Zach and Davis to fill for the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup in the near-coming future?
1: It's going to put a real strain on the on the talent pool, if you will, from which to choose. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole apple cart's been, been upset, both on the international side and the U.S. side for yeah. the President's Cup. Yeah. Uh, what was going to be a pretty neat event at, at uh, Quail Hollow in Charlotte will still be good, but you just won't have the depth of the players from what you choose.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, to say the least. Steve, as always, thank you. Uh, always enjoy seeing you taking your practice swings on the range, and uh, thank you for being <laughs> with us this morning.
1: Just don't tell anybody how ugly it is, Rich. <laughs> It's not. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Rich. Steve
0: Melnick, former broadcaster. Uh, Have a great weekend. Always enjoy the way he's so upfront and honest about everything. Coming up next, Chef Michael Parks, DJ's personal chef. We'll see if that's still going on. And he's starting his own hydration drink. We'll talk more about that when we come back on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show.
2: Brad Klein here, veteran golf writer, author of uh, Discovering Donald Ross and thrilled to be on Back Nine Boys Golf Show
0: again. And welcome back. I'm Rich Stiles. Thank you for being with us. Being a personal chef to one of the top golfers in the world is satisfying, but so is starting your own business, and that's what we're going to talk with Chef Michael Parks about. Good morning, Chef. How are you doing?
3: Good morning. I'm doing great. And you guys?
0: Uh, doing wonderful. Uh, first off, I've got to ask you a question about DJ. Did you go to the wedding?
3: I did not i ha- actually had surgery two days before that oh no, yeah, yeah, I missed it, but i I had fun with them though afterwards, but yeah,
0: I bet you, so are you still uh cooking or preparing meals for d j at times
3: oh um ever since um the, the jump. It's been different because the, the the stays have been different. Like you know they they stay in hotels and everybody stays together. It's kind of like a a, um, a frat frat house type deal. Which yeah. Is cool. and um, and the um, Portland, I just wasn't available because I, I had my launch going on. our we did our our actually our launch on combat karate on ESPN and uh, CBS Sports. We launched it at Universal Studios with them. And, uh, yeah, I just, it's just scheduling. I'm hoping to be in New Jersey. They actually called me and said, Hey, I got a cottage. Can you come up? And I'm like, Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I think I'll continue doing it no matter, you know, how successful my company becomes just because i just like the camaraderie and they like me around and you know i just like being around those guys and we have a lot of fun
0: yeah did you did you even know michael about what he was about to do did that he was going to quit the PGA tour and go on this live tour for an, an, an insane oh, amount of money
3: well i got to you know when it when it first happened he actually you know you know turned it down of course he was like and you know we were all like this is before he made the announcement and you know it, it was it was um, you know he really he really he really had the PGA you know he re, he was really focused on the PGA et cetera et cetera because you know I asked him myself I was like dude are you crazy because I thought it was you know I think it's a really I think it's actually good for golf man to be honest with you I really okay. do okay I think it's getting missed I think it's just even you see Rory's coming around because you know the, you know everybody's gonna have their opinions. But, you know, about where the money's coming from. But, you know what, money, who knows where, nobody knows where their money's coming from. You understand what I'm saying? I do. And and it's it's been shown that a lot of those people that have been criticizing are making money with these people, with with this, um, with the Saudi uh, uh, government or whatever. Um, So, you know, it's, you know, it's just, they should have handled it differently. That's, yeah, you know, because you know now they're throwing all this money and all these extra tournaments, so now they got to play longer. But you're throwing more money that you could have threw more money two, three, four, five years ago.
4: Exactly. Now,
3: I can't go into much, but I was in a round of conversation that was just, you know, where I don't know. I, it, it, it's just I don't want to open up a can of worms. Yeah. All right. It's, you, it's a lot of contradiction going on with people from the PGA and people from the PGA guys, man. It's just it's it's a lot of crap, man. Yeah. You
0: know? I mean, right yeah. now they seem to be in a reactive mood and they could have, as you said, done it sooner and it would have been <laughs> a proactive mood.
3: But but they were crime broke. We don't have the money to do this. Yeah. All our money goes to charity. We don't have this. We don't have that. But now you pop up in, with all this money, and now these, all these other guys that, that own the tours like, "Well shit, where was this where was this before? Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> were you holding us hostage? Yeah, that's well, what these guys are thinking. I work with a lot, of, a lot of young players too. you know I design a lot of guys for a lot of guys, man, and I work you know, a lot of my chefs and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm telling you, man, you know, you know you can't you have to go I'm not saying you have to go with the new times, but you can't. You can't hold people hostage. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you. 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 And then. And then. And then. And then. <laughs> and that's another thing. What you just said, they wasn't proactive. Right. They were proactive, and even just had the conversation with the guys. I mean, you automatically felt intimidated. You automatically felt intimidated. So what did you do? You went and and, and just and just try to uh, try to destroy somebody's image, without even hearing what these people had to offer. Yeah. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well. So yeah. it, 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 it's a, it it's 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 going to get messier.
4: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
3: Because these guys ain't going to run out of money. No. They're going to come around and the things that they ha- that they're going to the the good that they're about to show what they're going to do is going to is it's really just going to just turn people off on the PJ that keeps attacking these people. What they need to do is just shut the hell up, go play golf and 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 stop talking about it cuz you're ruining your game.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not totally in agreement with your comment that it's good for golf, but uh, you know we'll see. I mean, it's good for the golfers that went uh, because now these are generational dollars that they're that they're receiving. Um, but as as you and I just said, I wish the PGA Tour would have been more proactive on this. But let's talk about something else that's more proactive. I know it's closer to what you want to talk about. Tell me about OMG.
3: So OMG is. Um... Is dear to my heart. Um, what what this whole thing and, and planning of this of this product was for was to actually really help, not just athletes, my athletes and everything like that, to recover, et cetera, et cetera, rehydrate on a on a on a on a, on a faster level, but to actually help people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm we you know we're, we created a, a hydration product that. As far as absorption into the body, it's like steroids, okay? Our product actually, because it's no sugar, very, very low carbs, we actually put a, a B-complex in to eat the carbs for the paleo people, for the, for the low-carb people, that it actually kills the carbs before they even get into your system, right? So they eat them away. Got it. So anyway, what, 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 my, what my product does is it's all about absorption. So all these other every product on the market, they either use salt or a lot of sugar. Okay, those are the only ways that you know that they can get the the electrolytes to absorb. Okay. Okay. Or to travel. So what we created and patented this is a patent process that we have is that we took a, like let's say we split the rice literally like a rice grain, and we found something in that rice grain as far as absorption, okay? So what we did is we, you know, we we played around with it, and and we added it to a lot of different other things. So I have like 23 other products that are going to come out. Wow. What we found out is that this product actually takes nutrients, vitamins, electrolytes, it takes takes all this good stuff, and it absorbs through your small intestines within two minutes, okay? So within two minutes, your body is absorbing all these electrolytes, okay? So I, I, I can tell you thousands of, 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 of examples of me walking into a football, um, to some football guys cramping up already on the ground cramping. I'm, I swear, just walking in at the right time and giving this guy a drink and he jumps up in one minute. Like, what wow. just happened? No stretching, no nothing. Wow. All you're doing is refueling your muscles, and it happens so fast. So two minutes it starts. Entering into your cells and organs, and then within seven to ten minutes, you're fully one hundred percent hydrated. Your organs, your everything, you're you're just you just feel great. I mean, you've tried them. Yep. You know, I I would love to hear your. I would love to hear your. You know, what you felt afterwards. I mean, people always say, "Oh, what am I supposed to feel?" It's not about the feeling. And if you're taking them every single day, yep. Well, it is about the feeling. If you're taking them twice a day, like I like I tell all my guys especially if you're active, there's no downtime. There's no soreness. Your joints are lubricated. Yep, when yep. you're 100% hydrated, all your cylinders are
0: firing. I did, Trained. Yeah, I right. did I did find that for sure, because usually when I'm driving home after playing golf on a hot day, which we've had, you know, you usually get out of the car, you're sore. I wasn't, and I think that was a big deal to me and a big eye-opening for me. But give us the website so our listeners can go to it.
3: Well, I, 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 I like to circle back on that we're holding we haven't launched launched yet okay and once i do launch next week um okay. i would love to come back on and do like a, or or give you a quick segment to tell everybody to come on because i'm okay. doing a special cool. okay uh promotion so the first you know um the first month i'm pretty much giving this stuff away so you sign up etc cetera, etc cetera. you get your weekly supply for pretty much just with shipping because I really want people to try this, and people need to stop drinking all that sugar, and your body and your life is going to change 100%. Every, all right. and, 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 and just real quick, you know, we thought about it for the athletes and everything, and then when we start, and I'm not making no medical claims, but we are doing testing, but what I've done so far with sickle cell, with uh, postpartum depression, yo, when these women, when they got their lives back from their brain function and not being depressed, by, by taking this over three days, blew everybody away. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's, it's the cries, the hugs of, you know, thank you for giving me my life back. I, you know, I didn't even think look at it to be that serious.
0: Wow. Just,
3: but being hydrated is so important. It, it's just...
0: It is. Yeah. yeah it is.
3: It, it makes a difference,
0: too. All right, we will definitely have you back on because I want to talk about all this. I want to talk about the website, I want to talk about the 23 more products that you're coming up with. We can get more info on that. Chef Michael Parks, thank you so much for being with us, and thanks for coming up with this product.
3: And anytime you want to uh, have a little debate on this live thing, I I would love to do that on a a personal note with you, because I I know you said it's not good. I like to circle back around to this. Yep. What I mean by good for the game of golf, it's going to grow more players and more people to be able to compete at a different kind of level. Yep. Um, I hope so. I just, I just see that, man. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's tough going out there and a caddy, um, and they don't win that much. Can't make that much money because they're making if they come in last place, they make ten thousand it, dollars. It, it, it helps people. I, I just, it's gonna make. TGA step up and, and take care of the caddies. Yep. The caddies on the tour get treated like crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, It's disrespectful. They have them eating in cart barns and bathrooms. It's disrespectful. So, you know, that, it's not just about the players. It's about the whole entire uh, atmosphere of the game.
0: Well, we will um, definitely talk about that some more. Michael, all right, a my pleasure. Man. Thank you for being with us.
3: All right, have a good
0: day. All right, you too. Michael Parks, kind of excited. He's really uh, excited and has some good opinions on what's going on with Live Golf and about his new product. We'll definitely have him back on. But we're going to have back on with PGA Tour caddy with Webb Simpson, Paul Tesori, one of our favorite guys. He'll be on with us after this break on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show.
1: Hi, this is Damon Green, PGA Tour caddy, and you're listening to me on the Back Nine Boys Off Show.
0: And welcome back. I'm Rich Stiles. Paul Tessori and Webb Simpson have partnered together for many years and I think is one of the best teams that's out there right now. And one of our favorite guests is Paul Tesori. Good morning, Pauly. How are you doing?
2: Rich, always doing great, buddy. Uh, enjoy talking to you. And I probably needed a little bit of that pop-up speech. It's been a rough year so far, so it's, uh, it's kind of good to remind that we have done some good things and hopefully some better things are ahead.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the. Webb was coming back from an injury. You kind of had to change his swing. I know he's kind of been up and down. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this season so far?
3: Yeah, the
2: season's been a big old fat. I, I won't give it a 1. We'll go to a 2.
4: Oh, gee. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, it's it's been – we've never been in this position together. Um, when I first started working for Webb back in 2011, it was 213th in the world. And then when I went to work for him, um, you know, just uh, great timing, good team. That we created, uh, we haven't had a big struggle. Uh, We had a little struggle there during the putting ban where we fell down, but never the area that we're battling right now just to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, And, you know, again, we haven't been in that position. Um, Physically, he's back. Physically, he's strong. Okay, Um, We've got the golf swing where we want it, and now the uh, second part, and that's the mind uh, needs to kind of come back and get strong again. I think both of us are a little too excited to play great golf and I think we can get a little too frustrated. At John Deere, it was a tournament I thought he was going to have a great chance to win. He made 12 birdies in two days and missed the cut. And Mm. for anybody that's followed any part of Webb Simpson's career, that would shock him to no end. Um, Usually if he's made 12 birdies in two days, we're going to be in the top five on the leaderboard. So um, physically he's there, mentally is the next step.
0: And so what's the rest of what's left of the season look like for you two?
2: You know, Webb keeps hurting my own golf career adding these tournaments. Uh, <laughs> 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 I made fun of him for that the other day. I'm like, Weber, you keep adding these tournaments, man. My golf game's going downhill. But <laughs> we're going to play, obviously, the Open Championship next week. Uh, really excited to go back to St. Andrews. I've uh, been fortunate to caddy there in competition almost 30 times now. and Wow. Um, I think it'll be my fourth British Open there. So uh, it's always an exciting place to go back to um i cherish the golf course love the golf course just everything about it it's a great golf course for Webb to have a chance to win the tournament and it, it sounds so I, I just think people would say maybe too optimistic to think with the year that we've had i don't think we've had a top 10 in 2022 mm. um to think that we could sh- go over there and win the golf tournament but i really believe he'll have a chance to win the tournament we've worked on some things that mistakes we've been making mentally um and physically he's strong like i said and ready to go um i think it's a great a great place to play some good golf and then we've added detroit the rocket mortgage we'll play that and hopefully it's going to be the start of five in a row we want to play all three playoff events so we'll play detroit greensboro and and like i said the hope is to play all three playoff events but we kind of need to we need to get it in gear
0: Yeah, and how will the game change for you and Weber going over to St. Andrews? Um, I I, I know it's a completely different atmosphere. It's your game plan has got to change. How will it change when you guys go over next week?
2: Yeah. So to be honest with you, it fits what we like to do, which is um, you know we kind of call it uh, you know conservatively aggressive, and I, I know those are those are two words that don't go together, but. We try to pick kind of conservative, conservative targets off the tee um, and into the greens there. Um, you know, we, we were fortunate enough the last go-around, which would have been, my goodness, 2015. Um, I'm probably going to get my years mixed up. But when we were at the old course last. Uh, we only hit it in one fairway bunker in four days. Now, in that, you need a little bit of luck. Um, and we yeah. know the famous story when Tiger completed the Grand Slam that he didn't hit it in a single fairway bunker all week. But, like, you need a little bit of luck in that, too. There are some bunkers you have to take on, and you might need them to just scoop by or just bounce over or stay just short of. Um, But for the most part, you can have a week, as long as the winds, you know, aren't too strong, where you can kind of dictate how aggressive or non-aggressive you want to be. And so it fits Webb's game. The greens are huge. Um, Again, getting the putter in his hand. Uh, He's always typically putted well there. And so I don't think we'll change a whole lot. We'll work a little bit on some flighted shots, keeping the ball down. You know, instead of hitting a smash seven, we might hit some little chippy five irons uh, into some green. So we'll work on those things, but the rest of it will be pretty similar.
0: And you guys will go over how many times will you practice as far as practice rounds play before the Open starts on Thursday?
2: Yeah, we'll just play two practice rounds. Um, Webb, uh, just by nature, um, is not the most flexible guy. He works hard on it. But we used to fly over, so we'll leave on Sunday tomorrow. Um, We'll pop over, and we used to try to go – Play 18, but his body was never in great shape. He wouldn't play well. Maybe confidence gets down. So, we actually said we take a lob wedge and a putter, and we walk all 18 holes. Hmm. Talk about it. See what we want to do. Just kind of get ourselves familiar with what's going on. Go over our missed spots. That kind of stuff. It's just a good little kind of first introduction. Get your legs out under you, and then we'll we'll get to work on Tuesday.
0: All right. Any new equipment going over there, or I know you and Webb don't like to change equipment, so just kind of yep. go with what you got.
2: <laughs> well, yes, we we have tried some new things this year. Uh, I think that's the thing they always tell you not to do when things aren't going well. Right, but exactly. We tried some new. We tried some new things, um, and the equipment was great. It just didn't quite fit what Webb wanted to do. So we actually went back, back, back. Like we went to his old, old set of irons. And they just started remaking again. Titles are going to sell them, so um, you know they're going to sell them kind of in a small bunch. But we went back to his old irons that he's been playing through his 15. We just went back to those three weeks ago. Um, we got Weber in the new driver; he's loving that. Um, but everything else is pretty much the same. But it's been really nice just to kind of go back to what he knows so well with the irons.
0: All right, let's talk about what is coming up in September: Presidents Cup, Webbs. Uh, course in Charlotte. Um, I know at one time y'all were trying to make the team. W- what are you trying to do now, and have you had some conversations with Davis?
2: Yeah, so obviously <laughs> the only way we make the team most likely is uh, to win at least once, probably twice, coming down the stretch, or get on a heater and have six straight top ten, something like that. Right. Um, he's to uh, Davis obviously offered Davis up any, you know, type of help that he can give him. So if that's as an assistant, he would love to do it. Um, If not, you know, that'll be a tough week for him. If we don't make the team as a player and for some reason Davis doesn't have him as an assistant, I would think that might be a week he has to get out of Dodge because I don't think you would want to sit on your back patio and listen to the roars Hmm. and watch the teams go by. Now you'll be rooting,
0: obviously, for your team. Oh, yeah.
2: It'll sting. Him and I have had this one circled for a long time.
0: Yeah, and it, also it'll
2: sting not to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine. Um, and the team, uh, based on all this other stuff going on, um, is really going to look a lot different than it was a couple of years ago. Even more different from the recent Ryder Cup team.
2: Yeah, it's so true. You know, it's what a, what a weird time we're in right now. Mm. Obviously, with you know, kind of the rise of the of the Live Golf League and everything going on with the tour, trying to protect themselves, there's a lot. And so, yeah, there's going to be a completely different-looking team on both sides. Um, You look at the live tour, and, I mean, the international team is littered with their players, and, you know, the American team as well. Um, So it's going to be a different look. I think the vibe will be the same. I think the fans will be the same. Yeah, It's just going to be a different team. I I think the American team will still be incredibly strong. It's just going to allow some maybe younger guys to jump into the mix when – Got guys like Kepka and DJ, you know, with them being gone. It's going to open up a couple of spots for maybe some younger guys. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a weird time. The President's Cup's going to be incredible. Charlotte, that time of the year, couldn't be better weather. Um, And so, obviously, I still hope uh, that I'm looking forward to it being there as a player and a caddy. Um, if not, you know, we'll we'll do our best between now and then to make it.
0: Yeah, it's really going to be a cool scene. So, are you guys looking at next year? I mean, not not saying you're throwing away this year, but you're saying on a scale of one to ten, you're at a two. You want to improve that, obviously. But when do, will you guys talk in a, about next year? About a, a a good schedule with no injuries, hopefully.
2: Yeah. What 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 a great question. We actually just put ourselves on probation. We were talking <laughs> about next year a lot. Uh, we found ourselves like, hey. Let's just kind of plan this a little bit differently. We know some changes are coming up within the next year to a little bit more just kind of with, um, you know, these new invitationals that are going to be obviously quite a lot of money, going to be smaller fields and um, maybe even a couple of uh, like three uh, huge events overseas for a lot of money. It's going to be top 70, and that's going to be off the FedEx Cup. And so I I think as we started to look, towards next year and we started thinking about maybe hey let's maybe add a tournament but like kind of maybe take a little more time off not show up till tuesdays or even wednesday mornings we had to stop ourselves because we still have a lot of work to do this year we have yeah three more tournaments before the playoffs start i think we're 110th in the fedex cup right now we know that there's one monster week or three really solid weeks we can get in the top 70 and make the first two and then anything can happen trying to get to atlanta so we told ourselves no more talk about next year and we'll deal with that once the year comes to a close.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves um, and they've added these tournaments and it, it really kind of plays with your mind, plays with your schedule because you're, you're right, there, there are no cuts, there's more money. Do you think, Paul, that the PGA Tour has been reactive with what's going on with the Live Tour with adding these events? Couldn't they have done that like last year or the year before? <laughs>
2: So we knew these events were coming before Liv okay, um, okay. like really kind of stepped up. They just didn't know what it was going to look like. The World Golf Championship the events were already kind of being phased out. because They wanted to get kind of individual title sponsors for those. So okay. we knew those things were going to change. Um, but, yes, uh, the scheduling, the kind of eliminating the wraparound schedule, those things, I think that's all been pushed from Liv. Um, the increase in purses, at your invitationals, at your, you know, the Players' Championship, those things, all reactionary to the Live Tour. And for us, almost all of it is good. Uh, it's going to be really good for the PGA Tour product. Yeah. The hard thing for anybody to predict is, you know, how far are uh, the Saudis and the Live Golf League, how far are they going to go with their tour? How far are they going to go financially? Right. Are, you know, if they're wanting to recoup a profit, they're obviously not going about it the right way but if they just want to make a massive splash and kind of turn the world upside down with golf, they're doing it well. Um, And so it it really depends on what their main goal is. I I have inside, you know, knowledge that, you know, uh, quite a bit, there's going to be a lot more information, a lot more news coming out about guys that are going. Um, And it's just going to strengthen their product. It is going to weaken the PGA Tours product, but – We've shown throughout time at the PGA Tour they're successful. The big guys are staying. The Rory's, the Spee's, the JT's, those guys are staying. Um, And, you know, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, these guys, as long as they are all still a member of our tour and as long as the tour really sits down and tries to listen strongly to the players, which it seems like they're doing now, I think the tour will be just fine.
0: Yeah, well, Pauly, we want to be just fine. We've got to take this last break, and we'll be back with you with Paul Tesori right after this on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show.
2: Hi, I'm Ed Bargwin, PGA Master Professional at Duke University Golf Club, and you are listening to the Back Nine Boys Golf with Rich Stiles.
0: And welcome back. We're on the phone with one of our favorite people, Paul Tesori. Uh, Caddy is with Webb Simpson. Uh, Paulie, before the break, you said that you know some things that may be coming up. Uh, I was reading the other day that now Spieth's name has come up who might be going. I mean, are you able to talk about how many more may be going, or is that still some private information?
2: No, yeah, I mean, I know I know quite a few more that are going. Um, I would be incredibly shocked at Jordan's speech. When, I would, too. Um, it would kind of go against everything. Here's the deal. There were strong rumors that Webb Simpson was going. There were strong rumors that Will Zalatoris was going. When JT withdrew from Hartford, there were strong rumors he was going. And, guys, Nowadays, with social media, you just can't trust any of that stuff. Yeah, Um, you really can't. Um, The guys that are going won't surprise anybody that much. They've all been kind of leapy. I'm not going to share that that information. But you know, I've I've had talks with a lot of players and a lot of caddies, and I think people that know me well probably know which side I stand on. Uh, I'm old school. I'm pro PGA Tour. I'm pro charity, pro giving back. Kind of anti, quite a few things that. The people that run the live tour are about Yep. um i want guys to stay i want the tour product to be better than it's ever been um you know i'm still friends with quite a few of the people that have gone to the live tour um i've got a couple of caddies who are dear friends of mine uh to be honest with you there's a part of me that's jealous i mean they're paying for all their expenses my expenses each year are around 90 grand just to go to work and the live tour is paying for all of their expenses so they're yep. really great things and i yep. know why they went but old school PGA tour. Um, You grow up wanting to win those golf tournaments. I think what Pearson Cootie did not going to live tour. And If anybody wants to know more about that, just look it up. Pearson Cootie. uh, He's a twin played on Texas's national championship team this year. Um, The kid turned down a lot of money to go play and guaranteed money. And for him, he couldn't be suspended. He wasn't a member of the PGA tour. So like, nothing was really going to change for him, except he was about to be pretty, pretty wealthy. Yeah. But he said, no, he goes, I don't want to miss any time trying to get my tour card. That's what I grew up doing or wanting to do. And he won his third start on the corn Ferry tour. So I just love seeing that. And I love stories like that, because that's what we all grew up wanting to do was to win on the PGA
0: tour. Polly, do you think it's a, it's a, a kick to, you know, Palmer and Hogan and, you know, all these, you know, legends in the PGA tour for these guys to leave and then say they still want to play in the majors.
2: You know, it's interesting. I I used that argument early on, but then I was quickly reminded that it was Palmer and Nicholas that broke away from the PGA of America and started the PGA tour. So they were the two that disrupted the whole thing because they thought they should be playing for more money. They thought that they should have Mm. more control over the things that were done. And so that argument I had to get rid of kind of quickly. Yeah. Because somebody a little smarter than me that done their research said, hey, just, it's okay to die on a hill. Just don't die on that one. Like, you got to find one. I'm like, okay, yep, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. We we all want to play for more money. Um, people are like, well, you should play for the love of the game. Yeah. But if you play for the love of the game, you're like me, and you who play once a week. But when you're working <laughs> out in the gym and you're practicing until your hands are sore yeah. and – you know, you're flying all throughout the world and you're leaving your family. Yeah, it's about money. You do that because you're making a great living. So right, the right. poll is good. The tour's reacted great. And I'm just hopeful that it'll continue to
0: go that way. Yeah, and we've got about another little over a minute. Do you think, though, that um, they really want the Live Tour, really wants Greg Norman to coexist with the PGA Tour? Personally, I don't see how it's going to be because he keeps on the PGA Tour
2: yeah so it's uh, I call it lip service I think we all know what that means yeah he he has said certain things all along, but yet behind the scenes has been operating in a very secretive kind of dark yep, way so yep. yeah I, I've heard him say that I don't think it's true. I do believe this if it continues to go the way it's going, you're gonna have both tours not with a tremendous amount of success at the moment at some point they may have to talk and I have no idea what that looks like um. Yep. I can't imagine the tour coming to any full agreement with the live tour, obviously being Saudi back, Um, just what the tour stands for with their charitable interests and everything else. I just don't know how that's going to coexist. So um, if that happens, I think it would come to the point where both are failing and that they would both need each other.
0: Yeah. And they'd have to figure out some way to do it. Do you think it'll end up in court to be settled or do you think they can settle it out of court? Got about thirty seconds. I think
2: individually there's going to be quite a few court proceedings individually. Um, I don't think league versus league that you would probably see that as much. It would be so expensive and so time consuming. that um, I don't know if you would end up seeing that.
0: Yeah, and at that point the only people gonna make a lot of money are gonna be the lawyers.
2: Exactly. Yep, you couldn't have said that better.
0: Yeah. Polly, always a pleasure. I love talking to you and thanks for fitness in your schedule on a week off and good luck next week at the open.
2: Rich, anytime, and once we get one of these wins in these next three tournaments, we'll talk again.
0: Ah, uh, that would be our pleasure, and we will look forward to it. Paul Tesori, good friend, great caddy, and we want to thank you for being a good friend and listening to us every Saturday and Sunday right here on ESPNCoastal.com and theBackNineBoys.com 9 Boys.com. Every Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 9, live on ESPN.com show with Rich Styles. Go to back9boys.com for all things golf whenever you want it. We'll be back next week with an all new
2: back9boys at back9boys.com.